0: We'll Good morning sports fans, bettors, and cappers, and welcome to the weekday edition of the Competitive Hedge Podcast. I am your host of the show, Kenneth Cotterill, and thank you all for joining me here on this Thursday morning. This podcast is all about sports and the world of betting. We talk about results from yesterday's games and wagers before diving into today's betting slate, and we cap it off with our last call segment, which is where we give you our plays for the day. Now, before we get into today's episode, we got to talk about our sponsors over at Bet99. Bet99 is a Canadian sportsbook and casino that offers in-play betting, player props, and many more great products. There are a variety of sports available on the website to bet on, including NHL, NBA, NFL, and MLB. Bet99 works smoothly on both desktop and mobile, and their mobile app can be downloaded from the website's homepage. Now, depositing and withdrawing funds is hassle-free with a number of well-known methods available to use. So you know your money is safe and secure. The website can be viewed in both English and French and customer service is available 24/7 with their live chat option. So go over to bet99.com to make an account to get started. Use code ShootersON at sign up and please gamble responsibly. You must be 19 plus years of age to do so. It is available to persons in Ontario only. And finally, and most importantly, if you have questions or concerns about your gambling or the gambling of someone close to you, contact Connex Ontario at one 531 2600 to speak to an advisor free of charge. So let's get into it. Let's recap yesterday. Another great day for the show, 4-in-1 day. For plus three units, that means we are eight and two to open up November, out to a red-hot start. Now, soccer, we had Benfica Moneyline versus Maccabi Haifa, and at halftime, it was 1-1. We were a bit worried, and then it finishes 6-1 for Benfica, so it wasn't ultimately close in the end. They just poured it on in the second half. Now, the one that hurt yesterday had to be missing on Chelsea, minus one and a half, versus Dinamo Zagreb at minus 110. This was a two-unit play for us, and... They go out and they win the game, but they only win two to one. But they had so many chances. They easily could have had four or five goals in the game, a couple late in the game as well, hitting the crossbar, uh, driving right, right into the goalie's chest from the six yard box. It was just an unfortunate result. Really felt like we deserved more out of that game. Now, we also had Cleveland money line over Boston. That was a tight one at plus 105. They won 114 to 113 in overtime thanks to Darius Garland who returned 29 12 and 5 in his first game back from injury he had the Utah Jazz plus seven they lost 103 to 100 so we cashed there as they were able to cover and Buffalo Moneyline versus Pittsburgh looked very dire at the start of the third period when it was three to one Buffalo scores five unanswered they win six three and we cash another plus money play plus 114 for two units now Other daily headlines from yesterday. Uh, There was a couple of news-related things. The Rams, they're trying to get Cam Akers back, it sounds like. Uh, Looked like things were not going well between the two sides. Looked like we might see uh, Cam in another uniform, but he didn't get traded at the deadline. And let's face it, the Rams really need this guy back. They've got one of the worst run games in all of football. Not a very diverse offense, and I think they also look at the fact that Cooper Cup's a little bit banged up as well, and I think part of that has to do with the fact that they're just force-feeding him the ball. This offense is 28th in total yards, and rushing yards are averaging just 68 per game. So we are hoping to get Akers back. We'll see if they can convince him to get back out on the field. Now, second no-hitter last night in World Series history. A Combined, four guys were able to do it. Christian Javier had the start. Then they turned to Brian Abreu for an inning or two then Rafael Montario, and they capped it off with Ryan Presley. As I said, just the second no-hitter in World Series history, so major news there. Bill Self, Kansas head coach who's coming off a national title, he's going to be suspended for the first four games. Now, this was an in-house suspension. This is due to an investigation back in 2017 around their recruiting, and they're also suspending assistant Curtis Townsend for the same amount of time. They're cutting three scholarships across three years as well. Six weeks of no recruiting communication. But let's be honest, this is just Kansas trying to nip this in the butt. Um, they're not the first program to have recruiting violations. They're not going to be the last, especially with all the stuff surrounding NIL now. So uh, Kansas is just trying to get away from this issue. Now, other results from yesterday that mattered. Champions League-wise, you had Real Madrid 1-5-1, RB Leipzig 4-0, Copenhagen and Dortmund drew 1-1, PSG won 2-1, Manchester City won 3-1, and AC Milan won 4-0. So Milan advances as well. Then you had the Wizards beat the Sixers, Hawks over Knicks. You had the Heat over the Kings, the Bulls over the Hornets, the Clippers over the Rockets, the Raptors blew up the Spurs, the Grizzlies beat the Trailblazers, and then to cap it off my Lakers in overtime? They look a lot better now that they've moved Russell Westbrook to the bench. He can kind of run his own unit and do what he does best. 13-9-7 yesterday for Russ. Another great game for him. And then NHL-wise, Toronto beat Philadelphia 5-2 in the other NHL game yesterday. Now with that, let's head over. We're going to talk about the daily slate of games today. But before we do, let's play the video. So a lot happening today. Uh, just a couple NBA games, but a full slate of NHL. We got Thursday night football as well. We're going to have a Europa League play as well today. We're not going to focus too much on the Europa League. A lot of these uh, games have been decided already. So we're going to stay away from Europe in that regard. But let's start with the NBA. Two games happening tonight. You got Golden State. They are minus eight, taking on the Orlando Magic. The over-under line here is sitting at 226. That has held overnight as well. Now, Golden State, they're coming off the loss to Miami. They haven't had the best start to the year. They're three and five, the defending champs out of the gate, but I'm not concerned about them long term. This is one of these games where you get a little bit concerned if you can't go on the road and beat Orlando because they're just one and seven. They've lost two in a row. They just lost to the Thunder as well. So This is a game that you would hope Golden State can go out and win and cover. I'm not going to bet this game just because I get concerned of, okay, is Golden State really having internal issues? Uh, At least early on in the season. I'm not worried about them long term, but this is why I'm going to stay away from this Golden State game and that line. Denver minus six versus Oklahoma City today. Now, Denver's coming in pretty well rested for this game. Um, They haven't played in a number of days. They're four and three out of the gate and haven't played since Sunday. Whereas OKC, they're coming off that win over Orlando that I mentioned uh on Tuesday. So OKC's four and three out of the gate. It's good to see that they're out to a good start. Um, Thunder fans are probably hoping that they stop winning so many games, but it's promising when you've got guys like Shea Gilgis, Alexander, Trey Mann, and, and Josh Giddy playing well. Uh, so this one will be a part of our betting card. We'll talk about it in a few minutes here. The over-underline is also sitting at 229 and a half, a very high line in that regard nhl wise we got so many games happening today so let's just dive right in you've got carolina versus tampa bay looks like we're going to see freddie anderson for the hurricanes who's four and two on the year taking on andre vasilevsky top five goalie in the league who is four and three the over underline here is sitting at six and a half now tampa was minus 150 last night it has since dipped to minus 130 so it should be a very interesting game there Then you've got Vegas there, minus 150 on the road, taking on the Ottawa Senators. over underline was at six, moved to six and a half overnight. Looks like we're going to get Logan Thompson in net for Vegas, who's five and two, taking on Anton Forsberg, who is three and five on the year. Ottawa is one of these young teams where they've gotten out to a pretty okay start, four and five. Um, But let's see if they can beat a Knights team that's nine and two to open up the year. Vegas trying to get some vengeance after missing the playoffs late last year big line movement overnight in the next game Washington was minus 160 last night versus Detroit that has since plummeted to minus 125 you got Darcy Kemper going who's four three and one he's taking on VL Huso, who's three one and one for Detroit now as a Red Wings fan I know that they're not playing great they just lost eight to three to Buffalo Whereas uh, Washington, they're, they're okay to open up the year 5-4-2, and two, but they have lost two in a row. So maybe the public is fading Washington because they haven't played the best recently. Then you got a couple of the better teams in the Eastern Conference. You got Boston and the New York Rangers. Rangers are minus 125 at home and the over-under line sitting at six right now. Now, you do have Allmark going for Boston who's undefeated. He's 7-0-0 taking on Igor Shosturkin, my favorite goalie in the league, who's 6-0-2. So this is a tough game to bet on just because these teams are so close and they have gotten out to a good start to the year. So this is a fade, but definitely the game to watch for me tonight in the NHL. Then you got the Islanders. They are taking on the St. Louis Blues. Blues are minus 125. It looks like we're going to see Sorokin going for the Isles, who's 4-3, taking on Jordan Binnington, who is 3-3 to open up the year. Now. The Blues, they've lost five straight games and the Islanders are on a four game winning streak. So can both of those streaks continue or are they both going to start new streaks? We're going to have to wait and find out this evening. Then we've got Montreal. They are taking on the Winnipeg Jets. Jets are minus 210. They were minus 240 last night. Montembeau looks like he's going to be in net who's 2-1 and one for the Canadiens. And then you've got Hellebuck who's 4-2-1. couple of Okay, Canadian teams, I wouldn't say that either team is great. They've gotten out to good starts, I'll say that much. Montreal's 5-5, five and five and the Jets are 5-3-1. But I don't love either team long-term. This is definitely a stay-away game. Could not get myself to bet the Jets' puck line, I think, ever. So I'll stay away from this one today. You got Seattle versus the Minnesota Wild. Now the Wild, big line movement once again. It was minus 230 last night. It is now minus 175. But we haven't seen any sort of goalie change here. It is six and a half, the over underline. But it looks like we are going to have Martin Jones going, who's four, three, and one, taking on Marc Andre Fleury, who is five, one, and one. So, and really intrigued by this game, honestly. The Kraken, they've gotten out to a pretty good start at five, four, and two. They've won two straight games, whereas the Wild, they've also won two straight. So, two teams playing well. I can't get a good read on this one, so I'm going to stay away. But I do look forward to seeing these two square up. Then you have the LA Kings there. Minus 175. It was minus 150 last night versus the Chicago Blackhawks. Now, Jonathan Quick is going for the Kings. It looks like he's three and four. And Soderbaum going for uh Chicago. Don't really love this Blackhawks team overall, despite the fact that they're four, four, and two. But LA is six and six. So. LA is trying to right the ship they just are coming off of a loss to the Dallas Stars whereas Chicago has lost 4 in a row. New Jersey's taking on Edmonton tonight, uh, another great game there. Edmonton's minus 155, they were minus 170 last night. Victor Vanesic going for the Devils, he is 3 and 1 taking on Jack Campbell who is 5 and 2. Now, Edmonton is one of the better teams in the league. They're sitting at 7 and 3. But New Jersey, that being said, they're also 7-3, and three, gotten out to a great start this young Devils side. So this is a stay-away game for me, but in the later slate of games, I think it's one of the better ones that we have. Nashville's taking on Calgary tonight. Calgary was minus 170 last night. They are now minus 200. We're going to have Soros versus Markstrom. Now, Saros is 2-5-1. It doesn't look great, but I still think he's one of the better goalies, and he's going to eventually bounce back. Markstrom's pretty solid as well, though, at four and one. I can't get myself to bet a puck line here, and I won't be laying money on a minus 200 money line. So staying away from that game. Stars are minus 220 versus Arizona. It's Wedgwood versus Ingram in this one. Stay away from this game. I really think that Dallas is going to blow the doors off Arizona. But I also thought that when Arizona took on Florida and Florida ended up losing outright three to one. Anaheim. The over-under line here with Vancouver is six and a half. Vancouver's minus 180 tonight. You got Gibson going, who is two, five and 2-5-1, and Thatcher Demko at 1-6-1. and one. So when you've got two goalies that don't have many wins between the two of them, I got to stay away from this one. Uh, certainly won't be laying a puck line with the Vancouver Canucks as much as I think they w- are going to win this game. And then to cap it off, Florida, they're minus 220 versus the San Jose Sharks. Over-underline at six and a half. We're going to get Bobrovsky versus Reimer, but I just really hate this game. (laughs) Florida, I cannot get myself to go and bet on them against uh, San Jose after they just lost to Arizona. Sometimes road trips are weird, and if you lose back-to-back games to those two teams, Vegas is probably making a lot of money off of a team like San Jose. Uh, NCAA football tonight, you've got UTEP and Rice as well as Appalachian State and Coastal Carolina. Those are a couple of stayaways for me. I don't love betting the midweek college football unless there's nothing else happening. So that's definitely a stay away for me. And then golf wise, we stayed away from this week's Worldwide Technology Championship at Macobia. I don't really like the fact that they're in Mexico. I hate it when you do the international tournaments. Um, I'm waiting a couple of weeks until we start to get back into the regular flow of golf. Um, not a lot of great events coming up. We're not going to be betting the Cadence Bank in Houston or the RSM Classic, even the Hero World Challenge in December. We might be waiting all the way until January to really dive back into our golf plays. That's when we get the Century Tournament of Champions and the Sony Open as well. So this is going to be a stay away from golf, at least for the next couple of months. And then to cap it off, we got Thursday Night Football. Philadelphia Eagles, they are minus 13 and a half taking on the Houston Texans. The line opened around minus 14, and it's kind of held steady there over underline sitting at 45 and a half. You got undefeated Philly, who are rolling, and they just beat a bad Pittsburgh team. And then you've got the Houston Texans who have just one win on the year. They've lost two in a row, and their only win was over the Jags. So I don't see many people in Houston Texans' money line tonight. If you do and that hits, you're going to have a great payday, but certainly won't be me to have the Texans upsetting Philadelphia on Thursday night football but with that being said we have gone through all the games it's time to head over for our last call pick segment sponsored by Last Mountain Distillery and before the ad read let's play the video All right, let's dive into things. Uh, Last Mountain Distillery is a family-owned and operated located in Lundston, Saskatchewan, the heart of grain country. Saskatchewan's first distillery success lies in their commitment to producing high-quality handcrafted spirits. Their craft distilling process brings out the full flavor of the grain and leaves a smooth finish unlike any other. Their holiday seasonal releases are out now. They've got their famous cherry whiskey, Chocolate Hazelnut Truffle Liquor, and new this year, Local Candy Cane Vodka. Definitely want to try some of these seasonal options. I always love going with their Sweet Saskatoon Berry Vodka, or even their Sweet Tea Vodka as well. Both are really phenomenal products. So go and check out Last Mountain Distillery. Tell them that Competitive Hedge sent you. And with that, let's dive in and talk about the Last Call segment, which is where we give you our daily picks for the day. As we said at the start of the show, 8-2 and two to open up the month. And let's go now with Europa League. Manchester United money line versus Real Sociedad at plus 120. Now, full disclosure, Manchester United fan here. But this is a game where if they don't want to have to take on a tough side from the Champions League, they need to go out and win their group today. And how are they going to do it? Well, they have to win by two, first of all. So we're starting with the money line. Um, I don't care that this is a Homer pick. Let's face it. England's success is probably out of the question for them. They might get into the top four. They might be back in Europa next year. Heck they might even miss out on Europa altogether. Who's to say with this team, they might get the league cup, maybe the FA cup, but I think they look at this Europa league tournament as the one that they really want to win this year. Now, United got upset by Sociedad at Old Trafford back in September. And they are the ones that are leading this group. They're 5-0. and Man United's 4-0-1. So the fact that they also have to win by two goals has me wanting to double down on this one, which we are today at the minus one and a half because with the goal differential, if they don't win by two, then they still lose the group. So I'm going to bet two and a half units on them to win on the money line at plus 120. And then I'm also going to sprinkle the minus one and a half at plus 300 for half a unit as well. I so I'm excited for this game today. I think United's going to come out motivated to get this result. You don't want to have to take on a team like Barcelona that's coming down from the Champions League in the next phase of the competition. So I think they're going to go out and get the win on the road today and by multiple goals. Secondly, we're heading over to the NBA. One of the two games on the slate we're betting on tonight, and that is the Denver Nuggets minus six. Versus the Oklahoma City Thunder. Now, I know that OKC is coming off the win. They're at home. But I just don't love this spot for them. Now, these two split the season series last year. Denver was unable to win by more than seven points last year. So you might be thinking, well, why the hell are you on Denver? No injuries on the OKC front. But most importantly, no injuries here for Denver. We finally have Jamal Murray back, Michael Porter Jr. This is a much better Denver team than you they would have seen last year when it was just Jokic having to do everything. So I think Denver goes on the road today. They win by double digits. They're the more well-rested team. They've got some time now, and they're going to come in ready to go. So I'm going to take the Nuggets minus six tonight. I'm also going to head over to Thursday Night Football, and I'm breaking my golden rule of never betting double-digit spreads, and I'm going all the way to minus 13 and a half versus Houston. I keep finding reasons to not take that Philly spread, but what indication is there that they're not going to cover tonight? The Texans are 32nd against the run in the league. The Eagles are sixth in rushing yards per game. The Texans are 17th against the pass. Eagles have a top 10 passing offense. The Texans defense gives up 22 per game. The Eagles are scoring nearly 30 a game. So for me, this is just a team that's going to be completely outmatched. I hate the fact that it's Thursday night football. We've seen a lot of duds on Thursday night football but I don't think that's going to happen tonight with the way that this Eagles team is playing. They're coming off a 35 to 13 win. They had the bye week prior to that. I think they're going to win in the 17 to 24 point range. I don't know if the Texans are even going to cross 10 points tonight. They're taking on probably the most complete roster in the NFL in the Philadelphia Eagles. So I'm going to take the Eagles tonight. It feels gross to say as a Cowboys fan, but I'm going to take their spread tonight. Next, I'm going to head over to the NHL. Now, uh, I'm taking Tampa Bay tonight at minus 130, uh, and they're taking on the Carolina Hurricanes. I just realized that I had my graphic not updated. There we go. So both teams, they're coming in on a winning streak. Carolina's one, two straight. Tampa's one, three straight. I think this is a great home money line spot. I know that it moved in favor of Carolina last night, but I think teams are just trying to, or betters are just trying to find an advantage here of taking a plus money play between two close teams. But I like this lightning team still. I think they're the best team in the East, most top to bottom team in the East. That's not to say they can't get upset come playoff time. uh, If a goaltender gets hot, but I just think uh, Anderson can't keep up with Vasilevsky. I trust Tampa's goal scores way more. And I just really like this money line tonight for Tampa Bay to get it done. And to cap it off, we are going LA Kings puck line versus the Chicago Blackhawks at plus 140. This is a one and a half unit play. Honestly, this final play for me is just saying that the Blackhawks have come back down to earth and they stink because they've lost four in a row. I really do like the fact that LA have their starter going tonight in Jonathan Quick. He doesn't have the best record, but he still played well. Uh, Unfortunately, the offense hasn't been there for him at times. The Kings beat them 4-1 to last year in their final meeting. I think they're going to cover the puck line once again tonight. So give me the LA Kings at plus 140 to win by two or more. But with that, we appreciate all of you tuning in with us every morning. Uh, Go and give us a listen on Apple and Spotify. Drop a five-star review while you're there as well. Really helps the show grow. And follow us at HedgePod on all social media platforms. That's where you will find us. If we change our betting plays due to maybe a goaltending switch or an injury that pops up late, you want to be able to know that it's there. Turn on notifications if you have to as well. But we appreciate all of you tuning in, and we'll see you guys tomorrow for the final show of the week for the competitive hedge podcast.